What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Next Success. I'm Adam Bastian. I'm Skylar Bidendorp. And today, we're going to be talking about personal bandwidth, decision-making, decision fatigue, and we're not wearing headphones today. Yeah, it feels super weird for you to speak, and I don't hear it in my ears. Yeah, it does feel super weird. It's like, man, it's actually a real conversation. Yeah, we believe in testing different things and seeing what we like. That's like what got us to the couch set up here. Yeah, if you've watched the videos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a different setup over the last couple of times because we were testing new things. So we're trying something different with the lighting, with the microphones, the head like headphones. So in life, test things. That's not the topic today, but test things. <laughs> hey, man. All right, Skyler. So we kind of talked prior to before this um, about personal bandwidth. Yeah. Can you kind of describe what you were thinking with that? It's kind of your show a little bit more so than mine, I think. Yeah, but you have a more better idea of what's going on. So can you kind of describe what that is? Sure. So yeah, personal bandwidth. So if you think of like in, like the internet that comes to your home, you have an internet router. You know, the internet comes through the cord, comes in, goes into your modem. Modem goes to the router. And like your internet only has so much bandwidth to give out to your devices. Like if you take every device in your home and you stream a 4K video on it, it's not gonna be able to handle it because it's hand like trying to do so much at once. And the same is true for us, where if we are operating 100% all the time and just giving ourselves to like so much of us to work, maybe your kids, your partner, um, the gym, your personal growth, you know, like if you are constantly just giving yourself everywhere and 100% of yourself, you're going you're gonna to run out of bandwidth. You only have so much to give. Um, like, for example, I know a lot of people, they go to work for like eight, 10 hours a day. By the time they get home, they don't really have a lot to give to their their spouses, their kids. Like we've all been we've all been there where we get home from work and we just want to sit on the couch, turn on the TV and do nothing. Like you were saying before, it's like you talk to someone who just got off a, a ten hour shift, twelve hour shift. Like, hey, want to go to the store? And like, Meh. yeah. Or want I mean, want to do this? Meh. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that that's me sometimes because yeah, sometimes I work a sixteen hour shift and. I mean, it's hard to go out and like be motivated after that. You pretty much just go home and go to sleep because then you have to get up in less than eight hours mm-hmm. for another job. But then you get off your eight-hour shift the next day, and it's hard to get out and do something, like to be productive. Sometimes I don't want to talk to anybody, and I just want to sit at home, be alone, and do nothing. And I think that's has a huge impact on my life sometimes it's hard to get out of it Mm -hmm. how would you say you you get out of that so you know what it is you've explained it but like how 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 would you get out of that like like if you're given too much of yourself to certain areas and yeah if you're kind of losing that bandwidth like i guess how do you recharge it or how do you get back to normal yeah so i like to look at myself like i have 100 percent to give every day right and maybe that's not the best way to explain it, but we have hundred percent to give every day, right? If I give 90% to my, to, to work, I come home, I give 10% to the gym. Like I'm really not going to have much to like much energy to give anyone else. So like to recover from that, we talked about this a little bit, but um, like you talked about how going to the gym and like working out, doing something physical can actually kind of reset yourself a little bit mm-hmm. and give you like more bandwidth in a way. Another thing that I found is when I've been working like throughout the day and I'm just like kind of tired or I've been making a lot of decisions, 
if I take a nap, like 30, 45 minute nap, I'll wake up and I'll, I'll feel like so recharged. And there's a lot of science behind that too. Like, or just like a midday nap can actually like give you a huge boost. And it's actually really healthy for our bodies to take that break and to do that. Um, but I think that's one way to do it. Take a nap, go to the gym or honestly do something fun. I think like a lot of times what we, the things we do is just like we do it because we have to. We have to do our laundry. We have to fill the car up with gas. We have to go to work. Mm-hmm. It's like do something you want to do because you want to do it. So I think fun's another way to add more bandwidth. Because anytime I smile, I just feel better and I feel like I have more to give. I think, I think maybe I like that. Like doing something fun will help you recharge in a way, give you more energy, more oomph throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because when you do something fun, it's not hard for you to do it. Does yeah. that make sense? Like you totally. already know how to do it. And then you go out and you you just do it and you have a good time. Yeah. And then afterwards you're happy. And even though it, it might have been like for me, going to the gym, that's super fun for me. Like I know how to do it. It's a good time. It's easy. But it's challenging at the same time. So I get off and I'm happy. And then I'm ready to tackle on the next problem. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe that's why, because it's easy to do something fun, to, to do something that you like. And so maybe, and maybe this is just me thinking, but like we lose, we lose the ability to choose as we do things we don't really want to do. And we don't do anything we like to do for fun. Does that make sense? Yeah. We lose, we lose the ability to choose when we don't do oh crap i forgot i forgot yeah i don't know what i just said i don't know what i just said either um but yeah it's it's like the hard things the things we don't want to do take up more of our bandwidth than the things we want to do because it's right it's more of a fight like to go do something we don't want to do and we may have to do this like like we talked about also like we'll touch on like decision fatigue Mm -hmm. i don't know if anyone listening has heard about that but um basically we can only make so many decisions a day before a decision, like every decision we make kind of, they kind of get like less thought out and less, um, I don't know. They just, they get the quality of the decision, I guess goes, goes down throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And so when we, when we make a decision about doing something we don't necessarily want to do, we're fighting ourselves and it takes a lot more mental energy and our bandwidth to make that decision because we don't actually want to do it. It doesn't take very much bandwidth for me to, to like, I don't know watch uh like just scroll through social media easy <laughs> like i think that's a big one everyone's just like it doesn't take any bandwidth because you just sit there and scroll it's, it's like mind-numbing almost exactly yeah <laughs> exactly <laughs> so it's like doing those things um don't take up a lot but it's it's the hard things we don't want to do that we have to push ourselves to do that take up less so i guess when we stop doing things we love doing or that we think are fun well, if we stop doing things we like, our life just suffers. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. So, I I mean, regardless, I think that we need to do things that we don't like. Like, that's what stretches us. Mm-hmm. And that's, for me personally, that's what's given me success in my life. But I've always tried to do something that I love doing or like doing in the mix of it. Because I know that if I'm only doing things I don't like, I'm not going to like my life. Mm-hmm. But if I'm doing things that I love, 
alongside with things or intertwined with things that I don't like that are stretching me to make me stronger, I'll like my life. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, it does make sense. So like, um, what, uh, something I've heard a lot is like to be the most efficient is to like do whatever you want to got to do that maybe you don't necessarily want to do is not fun. Do it for like, I think maybe, I think it's 45 minutes and then take a 15 minute break because taking that break allows us to have more energy and bandwidth because it's, it's like it's depleting at a certain rate. And as soon as we hit that 45 minute mark, it starts to deplete even faster. But if we take a break and do something fun, it actually kind of resets us a little bit where it doesn't drain us so quickly. Cause I know, cause I mean, if you think about people in your life, there's some people that take up a lot of it, your energy there's people that are super easy to be around, you know, kind of like going back to friends. You have your three minute friends, your three day friends or your three hour friends and your three day friends. And it's like those three day friends, they don't take up a ton of your energy. They like vibe with you and like kind of your energy flows with them versus um, maybe being around your boss or you know, it could be a relative. It could be anybody mm-hmm. like some people take up more of your bandwidth than than others. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So finding people that, I mean, finding like, like-minded like people that act the same as you. Yeah. Like, here's an example. When we first started this podcast and started, like, planning it, we, you know, we'd be together for, like, two or three hours and you'd leave. And I'd, I would even go to, you know, this, like, people I'm, like, really close to and be like, man, I just spent three hours with Adam and I feel exhausted because <laughs> I was like still getting to know you and like to yeah. just vibe and like flow, like the energy flow with you. But now it's like not a big deal. We can do a podcast. We can plan for hours and then I can, you can go and then I'll just, I'll feel great and I can just keep moving on. Oh, nice. So it kind of takes like, I was exhausted, but it was just cause like, I don't know, we're, we're different in a lot of ways. Yeah. And I think, but we're super similar in a lot of ways too. But I think when we first started hanging out and trying to figure this out, I think we were just, we didn't know. <laughs> right. And so I kind of felt the same way. I was like, man, that was weird. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I was tired because we weren't just trying to figure each other out. We were trying to start something. Right. And make something that we've never done before. Yeah. And like so we creation. Were just, yeah. We were trying to create something new that was new to both of us. And so we were like, oh, I don't know about this guy and I don't know about this. Oh, we'll just try it. And yeah. then it just took out a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. But now I think as we're getting to know each other and how each other work and think, it's it's getting easier, at least for me. Yeah. And it's it's like, I don't know, I enjoy spending time with you. Yeah. No, it, dude, it's always a good time. But like that, that's making me think of right now is it's like fake people like or like being fake around people, not being your authentic self. That takes up more of my bandwidth than anything. Like when I get around new people, I'm like not sure what to say or how to act around them. Mm-hmm. You know, like, oh, do they say these kinds of words or do they not do they have these kinds of talk about these topics or do they not or you know whatever it may be and that's something like i'm working on is just like being my true authentic self everywhere i go and but like i think that's what's exhausting is when we're not when we're being fake or playing small that takes up a lot of energy because we have to be someone we're not yeah is that yeah, no, that makes a lot Does of sense. Does that make sense? Yeah, and just going back to like when we first met, I think that's maybe why. Because we didn't know, like I was like, if I said this, would it be offended? You know? Right. I was, like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, if I said this, would it be offended? If I like 
said a swear word, would he get mad at me? You know, right. I was like, I don't know. And, uh, and, but now I know that that's not the case and we know each other. And now it's like, it's like, it's easier. And we're not trying, we're not holding back who we were or who we are. Mm-hmm. And we're just letting it flow. And it just, it works. Yeah. But yeah, I agree. I think like at, at work, I, it, like I work at the prison and it makes, it's really easy to be like, I feel like a lot of people pretend to be someone they're not. And I do it too. Sometimes I put on this macho, this macho man look when I go to prison because I'm like, I got to work with these criminals. But then I just realize, you know, they're just people and I'm just a person and I'm getting more comfortable working with them. And now I just joke around with them all the time. I mean, it's kind of a weird situation. You know, most people wouldn't see that as a, as a real thing, but yeah, I mean, like I joke around with them and have normal conversations with them. And I think the more I'm myself, the more positive experiences I have with them. So, yeah. And it's easier to go to work because I'm not like scared to be who I am. Right. So, and it's so, it's so freeing to just. Like when I get really like, I feel like it just takes me a little while to get really comfortable with someone where I can just, I can be my weird self. Mm -hmm. Right. But I think once I hit that, it's like so freeing and that I'm, I've I've noticed over the years, like that, that time, like the the time it takes to like get really comfortable around somebody gets smaller and smaller. And like, I'm, it's just not, I'm just not at that point where I can just be exactly who I am right out of the box and that's okay um but it's so freeing to just be yourself okay so let's talk about this (laughs) (laughs) um i feel like a lot of people get overwhelmed because they don't know how to say no and it can take up a lot of their bandwidth that they really don't have to give when they don't say no what are your thoughts on on that like like learning to say no learning to say no I think it's it's kind of hard I would, to do. I would at say times. it's like it's almost like a talent, like a gift, you know? Yeah. Cuz naturally, I think as we as we when we're a kid, we just don't care. And so someone's like, "Hey, you want to play?" and you're like, "No, I don't." <laughs> True. And then, you know, and and you just go about your merry way and you're whatever. But then we get older, we start to care about what people think. We mm-hmm. start to care about our reputation, air quotes. But like, but in reality, I don't think that matters. And uh, so then we start doing things for people and say yes because we're scared that they won't like us if we don't or we're scared that we're going to miss an opportunity if we don't or, or whatever it might be. But I've been learning this recently. Just saying no is super important. Like knowing your limits and when somebody comes to you and asks you for something that you know is a good thing but isn't good for you or would put too much stress on you, like understanding yourself and knowing yourself enough to say no to them and uh, and saying no to yourself has been huge for me recently and freeing, like you said earlier. I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Cause... Do, you have, do you have any experiences or, or... – about that like saying no to anything saying no um you know like nothing's coming to my head right now of saying no i know i have uh-huh. but it's like 
if it comes up, just share it. Yeah. Yes. Um, basically, like we all have 24 hours a day, mm-hmm. right? And we only have those 24 hours to give to whatever we choose. You know, and for a lot of people, like eight to 10 hours is spent sleeping. So you have, you know, let's say 16 hours. And so like everything you say yes to takes up some of your time for that day, your time and your bandwidth. And if you want people to, or I don't know, if you want to invest into the right things, into things that move you forward, you have to learn to say no to the things that don't move you forward. And I think a lot of people think saying no is rude. It's not rude to say no to somebody. Like if someone wants you to watch, like babysit for them, they're like, oh, you're my last hope. Like I've called everybody and I want, like you're the only other one I trust. Like if you have plans and things to do, it's not your responsibility to be available to other people whenever they need you. Like they probably should have planned ahead more, right? But like you can say no and still be a good friend. And still be like, you know, you don't have to always just give yourself to whoever asks you for it. Right. Or or if someone offers you, like say you're on a, you're, you know, you're cutting out some sugar or something. And someone buys you a donut because they love and care about you. It's still okay to say no to that donut even though they spend this time. You can take it and say, thank you so much. I'm on a diet right now. But, you know, I will give this to someone else who will love it. <laughs> and let's let's go grab... I don't know, a burger after or something, <laughs> you know, like yeah, there's on ways, that diet. <laughs> yeah. There's like ways to say no without being like, no. Yeah. Like, I think it's like, the way you go about, about it. it. It's like, uh, it just reminded me, I was working oh, a year and a half ago. I was working full time at a job at a desk job. And then they like, because of COVID, they cut us down to, instead of working 40 hours a week, it was 32 hours a week. Mm-hmm. And so I was, had like long weekends and I didn't know what to do. And, uh, well, I liked the long weekends, but I would like get off work at like four o'clock. And I felt like I had so much time at the end of the day, I was just hanging out doing nothing. And so I thought to myself, you know, I could spend the five hours. I do nothing after work and well, the five hours after work and do nothing, or I can, spend those five hours I'm doing nothing and go out and make some money. So then I got a second job at a gym. And so, and I worked it out. So all I had to do was work Monday through Thursday. So Monday through Thursday, I was working like 16 hour days. It's a good time. Wow. It was pretty close. Yeah, it was pretty close to 16. Yeah, it was pretty close to like 16 hour days. And, uh, but the, the gym wanted me to be a supervisor. And I told them no. And my reasoning why was I already had a full-time job and my intention for getting the job at the gym wasn't for a career. It wasn't for really anything. It was just for extra couple hundred dollars in my pocket every week. And, uh, and I knew that I was already stressed enough Monday through Thursday and I didn't want the stress of this uh, extra job or this extra responsibility at this job that I didn't really need. And, uh, and and it benefited me a lot. And once I told them that and told them why, they understood and was like, that makes sense. Like, And I was able to work for there as long as I needed to until I got this job at, with corrections. And uh, if I hadn't said no, it would have been hard to leave and there would have been more expectations placed upon me and more pressures to stay. And so 
looking back, I'm glad I didn't say yes to that. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And um, I think I, I totally agree with what you said earlier that saying no, it's, it is like kind of a skill you need to develop. It's like, I've, I've said no to people recently when they like, I mean, that exact example, someone called me and was like, Hey, can you, can you babysit? And like, sure. I could have dropped everything and done it, but I was like, no, I'm busy. Like I have something coming up. I can't. And they're like, okay, no. And then like, it was fine. Um, and it, I know there was a time in my life where I would say no and feel guilty or I would just say yes out of guilt. And it did nothing for my confidence. It did nothing for my life to say yes to the things I knew I wanted to say no to. But it is a skill. And I think for anyone out there who has a hard time saying no, anyone listening to this, like, just practice. It, and you'll get better at it. Because here's the thing is, like, when you say yes to somebody, when you should have said no, you're then saying no to something else. Like, maybe you're, like, every yes to one thing is a no to another. Every no to something is a yes to something else. Like, if you have multiple choices of, like, what you can do on a Saturday night, if you say yes to go dancing, you're saying no to going to, I don't know, the bar with your friends or whatever. I don't drink, but <laughs> just example. Um, or if I say no to going out with friends um, on Thursday night, and I know I got to wake up the next morning, I'm saying no to going to the to hanging out with friends late, but I'm saying yes to my sleep. I'm saying yes to my physical health and being like awake and alert the next day so like if you have a hard time saying no you can also kind of just flip it to where you're not saying no to them you're saying yes to yourself it's important to choose yourself i liked what you said i've like you said if you're saying yes out of guilt i think that's like a it's a big trap we all fall into Mm -hmm. like how many times do we stay somewhere we hate or do something we don't like because we feel guilty if we don't Guilty or obligated. Yeah, or obligated. That's another word for it, I think. Or they tie in together. Yeah. It's like, how often do we do that? And then how, like, the only word I can think of is damning, but how damning is that to our progression? Mm -hmm. Like, it puts up this this block or this dam in our life because we're stuck somewhere we don't want to be. We're doing something we don't want to do because we feel guilty if we were to leave or to stop. So... I don't know. No, you're right. That's crazy. Yeah. Because literally, like, if I say if I said yes to everyone that wanted me to do something with them, exactly when they wanted to do it, I would not get, like, anything done for myself. And I would just be living. Oh, my gosh. You wouldn't be living for yourself. You'd be living for, like, I don't know. You'd... Okay, yeah. Other people I, would be living for you. I will say the the hardest, saddest times in my life that I've experienced so far were the times of my life when I was doing the things everyone else thought I should do and like just like falling to the pressure of what everyone gave me instead of doing what I knew I needed to do and what I wanted to do. Those were the hardest times of my life. And since I realized that and stopped that, I had to go through some major crap to get there, get to like learn the lessons. But yeah, so take this from me before you got to, before you learn it the hard way. But learn to choose yourself now and learning that saying no or even like not yet will can move you forward so much faster and you don't need to like, I think you can avoid a lot of hurt and pain and like depression 
even from not um, not burning yourself out and not making decisions based off what other people want. Yeah. And we're not saying don't say yes. Right. But we're saying be <laughs> mindful of when you say yes. I think we're saying be honest. Yeah. You know, if you don't want to say I think yes, you're right. don't say yes. <laughs> don't say yes if you're not, yeah, if like, you're not being honest. Be impeccable with your word. Like, if you don't want to go somewhere with somebody, don't say you want to or will. So, you know, that's that's rude to them. Yeah, so be straight up. Yeah. Hmm. Honest, like, like, if you really think about it, that's what it is. It's just <laughs> being, be, like, radically honest. So. um, Okay. Where were we at? I, I <laughs> we kind of got off on a tangent there yeah. for a second. Um, okay, did I talk about habits already, or was that our pre-recording conversation? Uh, you know, I think it was our before we started. Okay, you can just talk about habits. Yeah, kind of. I'll, I'll go yeah. deeper into it if in, I already in, talked in, about it, like it ten minutes ago. But um, basically, so every decision we make. Oh, like, we did talk about this. Did we? Did we? Yeah, I did think I, we did. Did I say that? Um, a habit like when a habit's created <laughs> okay if not this is important so listen up that's why we're repeating it <laughs> create habits in your life go listen to our last episode before this one about habits and how to create them but when you create a habit for yourself of the things you want to do and have to get done morning and night there are less decisions that you have to make because it's more just automatic and it won't take up so much of yourself to go to the gym to read the books, to, you know, do the personal growth or whatever you're doing because it's a habit. It's kind of automatic. It doesn't take so much of a, oh, am I going to do this or am I going to not? It's just, it just happens. It's a part so, of you. Exactly. So, you know, I think we talked about it being fun. Yeah. Like doing things you like, doing things for fun. It's mm-hmm. easy. In other words, make those fun things or the things you like a habit. Yeah. If they're good for you. If they're good habits and you have a good time and they recharge you and they release stress from you do them Mm -hmm. and uh i don't remember where i heard this but planned wasted time no planned wasted time (laughs) i don't want to i'm gonna i've already butchered this if you plan wasted time it's not time wasted because it was planned so like if you plan something out yeah to like to have fun and to relax and you know to kind of like to take a break from whatever you're doing it's not wasted time because you planned it like it was on purpose and those are the things that can recharge us to move forward even powerfully even more powerfully so um yeah any more thoughts or should i keep going <laughs> no that's super good i yeah. i like that like i don't know so, some of the pinnacle parts of my life have been moments where not a whole lot was happening and I was just hanging out or I went for a run or I did, you know, and I was by myself. It was really chill. I had no time constraint and I just knew that this is what I wanted to do. And it was in those moments of, I guess you could say, wasted time where not a whole lot was happening. I had a lot of profound things come to me and where I realized where I needed to go all because I recharged and I took time for myself. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, absolutely. So like another thing is when we are physically exhausted, I think everything else we do takes up more bandwidth than it would if we were fully rested. 
all I'm basically saying is sleep is a, sleep is vital to performing at your highest level and like to to just just to live like a healthy life you need sleep but if you have a lot you want to get done like get enough rest for the butt like you know at every age of your life you need a certain amount of sleep when you're a kid you don't need quite as much you go to bed way later especially in high school like i wanted to go to bed at like 12 1 2 o'clock and i've i've i list i watched it i went through this whole class on sleep and talked about how that's actually when like you know 17 year old bodies they want to go to like they're kind of designed to go to bed way later and to wake up later and when that doesn't happen when they wake up super early for school it they're not getting enough sleep and that's why so many kids are like deal with so much anxiety and depression because it all uh like not having enough sleep contributes so much to that to having a healthy mind and body but just to getting enough done like if if you want to perform at your highest level you need to be healthy and fully recharged. Well, it's like working out. Mm-hmm. Like, I always bring it up. Well, working out because I just like doing it. It's just it's a part of me. Mm-hmm. Like, the growth, like your muscles get bigger, not from actually working out. It's from the rest that you get. It's from the recovery. And so you Ooh. you go to the gym, and you just you beat the garbage out of your muscles. You tear them up. You rip them apart. You're super sore, and what they grow is when you rest and your body heals over them and they get bigger. Like that's, that's how they grow. It's not from the exercise. It's from the recovery. The exercise is, is, is very integral. Is that the right word word for it? Integral. It's like, it's very, uh, it's crucial in it and you can't have one without the other, but the growth comes from the recovery. It doesn't come from the, action yeah does that make sense dude that's so rad i like that it's that was dope it's like yeah your muscles don't grow when you're at the gym they get tired and they get beaten to death at the gym and then you come home and you spend the next day or two recovering they fix themselves that's when the growth happens um and so yeah it's like recharging taking that time to heal to rest oh so vital to growth (laughs) said oh That was rad. <laughs> I like that. We're going to make that a clip. <laughs> nice, man. Um, what time we got? Okay, we got some more time. Um, so I heard this thing the other day. I don't know if this really goes with what we talked about, but kind of. Um, I said for any growth to happen, we have to be willing to, ex- any growth we want to happen, we have to be willing to experience the opposite to have it. So if you want to build muscles and you want to be stronger, you got to go to the gym and do things that make you feel weak, that make you feel less than to get stronger. And it's so weird. Oh, it's like yeah. the opposite. You know, like, or like you want to get better at, you want to have more confidence. You got to go do things that make you feel like, that make you like not feel confident. Like you got to go do public speaking. You got to call the girl and ask her out. You got to do those things that make you feel like that you're not confident at, make you feel insecure or whatever to in order to grow and build the confidence. Um, I'm trying to think of more examples, but it's like your, your growth is dependent on being able to experience, on how much you're being willing to experience the opposite of it. Um, oh, like, like therapy. Like if you're really sad, like I've been to therapy because like rough times, right? And like 
our our willingness to be able to go to therapy and to talk about the hard times and the hard things um and we go there and we, we it doesn't necessarily feel good like it, it feels good talking about it but it sucks bringing up the past and bringing up the things that are we're going through and that hurt but by the time we're done with it all that hurt everything that was happening was actually is what's healing us and making us feel happier so it's like god we want to experience the opposite to have what you want to have so i don't know, just a thought that came to me yeah that's really good yeah. i have nothing else to add that. <laughs> that was pretty solid <laughs> uh, okay so if you let, let's say there's someone listening to this and they feel like they have like their their bandwidth is just totally depleted every day and they don't have enough to give to the things they really want to what are some ways they can create more bandwidth for themselves or more energy so they can give you know to their kids or to their hobbies or to whatever i think taking a step back is a big one at least for me i i think it's important that Sometimes we're doing a good thing or we're doing something that we like or that we love, but we're doing it so much and we've been doing it for so long that we're getting burned out. And so taking a step back or a step away, not disassociating yourself with it, not isolating yourself from it, but taking a step away from it to get a different perspective, to slow down will heal you and I think recharge you to step back into it stronger and with more energy and pizzazz, I guess. Yeah. To get it done better. Um, There's things in my life I'm doing right now that I'm realizing that maybe I've been doing it wrong for years and I need to take a step back. And even though I like it and I love it and I want to stay with it, maybe I need to leave for a second take a step back to realize where I'm at to kind of self-evaluate to fix myself to go back into it and do it right does that make sense it does yeah take that step back it's like like everyone for their work gets vacation days you know you can ask for the time off except for Adam but (laughs) (laughs) I mean you could ask for a week like a weekend off if you wanted you can't you for real yeah oh quit I Um, mean (laughs) (laughs) I mean they like I have like mandatory overtime I get like shift trades, but Holy moly. we're just, it's, it's very, uh, it's besides the point side note, but, uh, it's a very understaffed job. Okay. Nationwide. So, and I'm at the bottom of the barrel, so I don't have any days off. So yeah, it's kind of whack, but Shoot. <laughs> you know, it's whatever you just okay. make it work. Yeah. Hey, side well, note. Back my to, back my to what point we is, <laughs> um, most people, <laughs> I won't say all, <laughs> most people get vacation days or they can ask for time off or they know in a month or two they're going to have time off of school or the semester's ending or whatever. It's like, it sounds like what you're saying is take that step back. Kind of choose that still that step back to take a step recharge. away. Recharge. Yeah. Go on, go on vacation for a week or whatever. Or, um, yeah, like you can. It's a breather. Take a breather. And that will look different for for everybody. Yeah. How long that is and what, what it is and what they're stepping away from. And, you know, if you're listening to this and you don't feel like you have a lot of bandwidth, you know what that is. Like, you know, I think we all know what's taking up 
uh, the majority of our energy if there is one thing that's taken a lot of it um it's like uh oh is it matthew mcconaughey he's a super good speaker i love yeah he's a great actor super good speaker and one of his uh he spoke to like a college a graduating college or yeah whatever and uh he talked about how he needed to get away from acting and he needed to get away from his life and f- kind of find himself in a way. Mm-hmm. And he was gone for like a year or something, like a year or two, off in some other country, living a completely different life. Not that he didn't like his life before, but he felt like he had no purpose because he was burnt out. Yeah. And he said that that time away kind of healed him. And gave him more purpose, and he understood what he was supposed to do and how he was supposed to do it. So when he came back, he was better than he was. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, it was a couple years. It wasn't a couple weeks, a couple days, a couple hours. It was a while. And so it looks different for everybody. Yeah. I like that. That's a good story. Um, I decided just now to, to Google things that take up a lot of our energy. And this is just a list. I have no idea what it's from, but I'll just go through the, the first few it talks about. But it says, taking things personally takes a lot of our energy. Holding on to the past. Always checking email and social media. Consistently worrying. Negativity. Sleeping too much, which is true. We didn't talk about that. We just talked about not getting enough sleep, but sleeping too much. Have you ever slept too much or like overslept and you just feel like garbage? Yeah. Isn't that so weird? Yeah, that's so like <laughs> backwards thinking, but it's like, don't overcharge the batteries, you know, <laughs> or else they like go bad. Um, poor diet and complaining. It's so true. It's like a negative mindset is takes up like so much energy. It's kind of like like frowning takes like ten times the muscles it takes to smile. I think negativity is the same way. Like like mentally frowning, focusing on the negativity is exhausting where if you if we learn to focus because it, it's something that's learned i think because our brain looks for negativity because our brain just wants us to survive it just wants to keep us alive so we look for the bad so we can avoid it which is good like our brain's just trying to protect us but it's not always helpful so i think like focusing and looking for the good it's so much lighter and easier to move through life when we're focusing on the positive so rather than the negative Maybe it's not necessarily what we're doing. It's how we feel about what we're doing. Yeah. Or how we feel about ourselves, our yeah. mindset. Mindset's huge. Yep. Interesting, though. I like that. Yeah, it's pretty interesting. Um, something I do to create, I don't, just so things don't take up so much of my energy, I like, like as far as decisions go, is I sit down the night before uh, and I'll write out what I'm doing the next day and a lot of times when I'm doing it, like in order. And it, I don't have to make the decisions the following day because I know what's happening. Because like anything we do in the last, like I don't know if it's hour or 30 minutes before we go to bed, replays in our mind over and over and over as we sleep. So when I do that, I immediately wake up and I know exactly what's on that list. I know what's going first. You know, I'll do my routine and then I'll be like, hey, Task one, I already decided what I'm doing. I don't have to make the decision. I, I do that, and then the next one, next one, next one. That actually takes up way less of my energy, and I get way more done because I planned it out the night before. So I think planning, like, 
just like that the night before what you're doing the next day can take up a lot of energy so, um, you, so you're making a grocery list for your life yeah so if every, you make like a grocery list you go to the store you know what you're going to get you know what aisles to go to mm-hmm. but if you make a list a plan for your life a grocery list for it you know what you're going to do yeah like i've even set out the clothes i'm going to wear the next day so i don't have to wake up and be like okay do i want to wear this these pants okay if i wear these pants i can't wear this shirt because it's the same dang color or you know whatever it may be it's like <laughs> I, I like or like mark zuckerberg um and if if you if you look at a lot of Zuck. oh who created apple what's his steve name steve jobs steve jobs <laughs> steve jobs if you look at all of his videos and presentation he's same the thing. same thing is because they don't want to waste a decision and mental energy on what they're wearing so they wear the same thing every day mm-hmm. because that's one more decision they can make to or like take and have more energy to do something that's a little more vital to their progression and success. Yeah. Or even just like for their personal time with their, with their families. So I've thought about that. I've thought that's about true. just getting just blue jeans, white shirt, one pair of shoes. And I'm like, see how it goes. I don't know if I'll do that, but I thought a lot about it. Cause I'm like, man, what if, what if, I mean, if these multi, like billionaires are doing it, why, I don't know. Why not try it? See what happens. But I think I I know I have more. Bandwidth uh, I mean, I guess <laughs> if you need a new wardrobe, just you know, <laughs> yeah. Feel like, man, my my clothes are getting old. Send it, try it. Yeah, never so, know. Maybe I will. I don't know. I'm thinking about it, <laughs> but that's just like something you can like pre-plan, pre-do. So you don't gotta think about it every day. Yeah, man. The key to discovery is exposure. Yeah, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you gotta expose yourself to things you're not used to to exactly. discover something new. Oh, and something. So we were at at church at our worship yesterday and one of the people speaking said um okay i don't know if they said it like this but this is what i wrote down they were like be willing to be bored to discover new passions new hobbies to discover new things because they were saying how like anytime someone's bored they just pull out their phone or if they're it's uncomfortable pull out their phone and they just scroll social media or whatever it may be on their phone it's like turn it off be willing to be bored and sit in silence to discover new things. Cause I think a lot of us, like I don't sit in silence a lot, but I think it's really helpful. Any like and healthy anytime I have, especially like in nature. Have you ever just sat in like the mountains all the time? And you just listen all the time. There's the dude, there's something about it. That's like so calming, like peaceful. It's a very soothing mm-hmm. environment. Well, I think when you stop crowding your brain with music, with, podcasts with social media with pictures and you just it's just you and your brain i think for me i don't think i know that for me that's when i think about things that i come up with ideas that i would have never thought i'd ever have and then i'll go do something about it Mm -hmm. and then I'm better than I was. And it's, there was the absence of the distractions around me that aren't necessarily distractions all the time that have provided me with the opportunity to grow and be better than I was. So I love it. Get it. Nothing to add to that. That was great. Um, a lot of people will say like bad things happen at night. Or like 
sin, <laughs> sinful things happen at night, if uh, you will, in the dark, whatever. in the dark at night, <laughs> you're, or uh, you know, um, have you heard that? No, really, <laughs> man, I hear that all the time. It's like bad decisions have, like, I don't know, like your conscious mind goes to bed at midnight, or you know, the spirit goes to bed at midnight. People will say, or you know, whatever it may be. Have you heard that? Maybe it's just a Utah no. thing. Yeah, Sid, I'm not from Utah. Okay, so well, anyways. I don't know. <laughs> I've heard a lot of people say that, and the reason why they say that is because, or I think, it's not that it's not that your brain goes to bed. It's not that, you know, the spirit goes to bed or whatever, or you're, you know, the almighty or, you know, whatever it may be. But um, it's because at the end of the day, we've made all a ton of decisions for the day, so it's much easier to fall back into, like, addictive behaviors hmm. or you know, to make a decision that might not benefit our future. I bet you the most unwanted pregnancies happen at night, not during the day. Just saying. I'll stand behind that. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Cause it's like, we kind of get to that mindset of, well, screw it. Um, whatever. Let's okay. Let, let's go do this or do that or, smoke this drink that or Mm -hmm. you know mess around this way that's because it doesn't matter as much at night because we just don't want to make the decisions anymore yeah i'll support that so that sounds right (laughs) yeah i i mean i'm not sure if that's like scientific no i've heard i've listened to ted talks i've listened to podcasts that of like like experts that talk i mean it makes a lot of sense being the case makes a lot of sense yeah so, is there anything else you want to add, dude? I think I've said everything. I want me to say. What about you? Got anything? Any last words? Wisdom? Uh, Skyler's a good dude. <laughs> Adam's a good dude too. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Go follow Adam on social media. You can follow me on social media. Adam P. Bastion is his his username. So look that up. That's right. Uh, type in the Skyler B. Last name's too confusing. <laughs> Uh, so I don't put it in, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, if you got value out of this episode, if you liked it, feel free to share, please share it with somebody you think could get something out of it. Cause that's why we do this to, to one grow ourselves, but to two, to add value to other people's lives. And it can only add value to someone's life if they, if they hear the message and, you know, can actually be exposed to it. So we'll share. just share a portion of it with them. Yeah. 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 Exactly. It doesn't, yeah, they don't have to listen to the whole thing, but if you listen to it and you're like halfway through, there's this good message that. Your nephew, your friend, your parent, your kid could hear. Like, just be like, "Hey, go listen to ten minutes of this." And chances are, if they listen to ten minutes, they'll probably listen to the rest of the thing. We hope so. Yeah. So, okay. Well, oh, leave us a leave us a review too. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that <do> helps. That. <laughs> that helps because it helps it rank better when people are searching for like self help things on podcasts. So, like, the better it ranks, it'll come up on their the first searches, so they'll actually be able to find us really easily um and yeah anyways thanks for listening to another episode i think this is our 10th episode now i think so it's been fun okay well we'll see you next week see ya